Well, greetings. I, uh, I have the opportunity to pinch hit this morning for Luke, so um, at, what, 6 o'clock last night, it was not my intent to be part of this panel. But uh, Luke, as some of you are probably aware, the family's had some sickness running through the house, so, but they are doing better. He felt, even though he felt okay, that he would be best advised to stay home. So I, I appreciate the opportunity to sit in his place. So. And I, I see this as kind of a roundtable discussion that's going to happen right up here, and you get to witness that and, and uh, hopefully benefit through the things that come out of this discussion. Um, so we're, we're looking at the New Testament challenge that we've either just completed or some of you might be finishing up. We're at maybe different points on that journey, but the important thing is that we've uh, been able to walk through that together somewhat. Um, we're going to, I guess we're trying to take about 30 minutes here, so we'll, we'll see how this goes. And, and uh, you know, the one extreme would be everybody will just give yes or no answers. The other would be that maybe we cut into your dinner hour or your lunch hour. So we'll try to kind of meet in the middle here and, and shoot for somewhere around 25 or 30 minutes. Um, thanks, first of all, to those uh, four of you that have consented to participate. Um, we have five questions. Each panel member will have opportunity to comment, but they will not be required to all comment on each of the five. So this is going to be pretty fluid. We'll just see where it goes. Um, why don't we start with a word of prayer? God, we just uh, we give you this time. We pray that as we look back on each of our experiences, in our study, our reflection of your word that you've given to us, that, that things will come out that will be helpful, that will be edifying as we all move forward from this day. And uh, we, we just thank you for what you have revealed to us and for the, uh, the immense help that that is in our journey and our walk with you. So we commit this time to you and please speak through each of these participants in ways that are, are, uh, are good and challenging and uplifting. In Christ's name, amen. Okay, well, I think the questions I've been told you have in your inserts, and they're also going to be up, up top. First question for the panel, and I see this as kind of a threefold question. What impacted you regarding... Uh, the fact that we read chronologically, because we all know that the Bible isn't put together in chronological order, so this was, this was uh, kind of reordered, the New Testament, chronologically. Also the fact that we did this together as a church, how did that impact you? And then also insights from the Bible recap that we had as a resource. So anyone want to comment on any of those three? Okay. Reading chronologically, for me, it was most interesting when it was in the Gospels because you've got Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John a lot of times talking about the same stories, the same experiences that Jesus went through and different stories that he said. But each of those authors left thing, some things out. Some people, uh, those authors included different things. And I was thinking that's how each of us are as we read through the scriptures. We have different gifts, so we interpret different stories differently. So I thought that was good for me chronologically. 
um, reading together as a church. I don't know if you know it, but if you're following in the app, you can see who's completed that day. So I would, after I got done, I'd always look to see who else had read it. Rich and Amy, you, you must read in the morning because you were usually <laughs> checked off early when I, I usually read in the morning too. So. I had somebody over my shoulder when I was... <laughs> <laughs> that might, might have been me. I may have to have you show me how to look for that. I didn't know that was there. <laughs> <laughs> you can look it up and see who was, who's reading. And then the Bible recap, I don't know if you know it, but it is in printed form. Beth and I picked up this book, I think, in Kansas when we were out there. So for me, I'm a visual person, so I'd rather read it than have somebody read it to me. So I read it out of there. It, it is a lot of the same words. She just expounds on it a little bit. Sometimes she's okay. He's just not using his mic. <laughs> but yeah, it follows her reading very, very closely, and she just adds a little more. You want to use mine? Yeah. Anyone else? The Bible recap is really pretty cool. I've been following all year, and which is, if, you, if you've enjoyed the Bible recap, you can go ahead and keep up the start tomorrow with Genesis 1. Uh, some people don't like the JTB, some of, her, uh, some of her lingo, and that's totally fine. Other things, uh, I think she brings out something every day. I, I learn something literally every day. Uh, quite literally this morning, what was like, oh, about uh, that the sun will never set in the new creation. It's like, how could the sun never set? There's something every day, so if we really, if we really get into it, it oh, and even oh, some of the things uh, would become monotonous, like her, her intro every day. Seek his, uh, you know, pray these five things before you read God's word, and, you know, you can almost repeat it, and it becomes ad nauseum, like after 14 days, it's like, I just skipped that. But then I come back to it a couple months later, it's like, no, I really should seek God's uh, direction, and that sort of revolutionized a little bit in really seeking God every day, even though it seemed like a monotonous thing. It's like, no, no, this really is important. So start Genesis 1 tomorrow. Uh, you can keep going with it. It's not just a New Testament challenge. It should be a lifestyle challenge. I appreciate that. So after 14 days, I'll go back and hear the five steps again. Uh, that's good advice. <laughs> yeah. Um, kind of similar to what Mark was talking about, I noticed the chronological part of it really hit me during um, reading through Acts. And then you'd stop and you'd read um, one of the letters that Paul wrote to a church that you just heard about how they started that church. And I really, I, I've done some chronological reading in the past, but I don't think it was broken down quite in the same way that this one was, and I really appreciated that because I've always kind of gotten bored through Acts. A lot of interesting stuff, but it all happened, and then I move on, and I don't know how that applies to me. But then when you read those letters where you hear more about the relationship that Paul or other apostles had with those churches that they were preaching at during that time, I, it, it just made more sense to me in a way that I was surprised at. Um, I'm talking about the, the insights from the Bible recap. I really appreciate that she would do, she would talk quite a bit about context and some things that would be helpful to know about those um, 
the situation when it was written, I just found those to be really helpful to me. The kind of thing that you don't get from just reading the Bible without some sort of a commentary or, a, or some other resource to help you with that. Um, for me, I think when I saw the introduction of the um, videos, the Bible recap, she said something really um, important. Uh, and that happen, happened the same to me, that in all the years that when, when I came to Jesus, I never read the Bible intentionally. It, it was like, yeah, probably I read the whole Bible all this year, but I never was like thinking to do it in purpose, the whole thing. So I think one, one of the things was it's very important to doing like conscious for, oh, that was my experience. And the other thing for me was like, I think it's, it was really good. I, I can feel it uh, reading together at church because it's not like we need to think, everyone need to think the same about that, but uh, we can complement our ideas and I know uh, some groups uh, do that, and, and that make me feel like unit uh, as church family. I appreciate that, yeah, and um, you're right. That's one of the benefits of doing it as a group. That was that little push to, well, let's do this together, so, and, yeah. And the other thing is, like, you can, you need to be accountable. Very it's like yeah. you share but you need to do it, so it's like yeah. no pressure, but you want to share with others yeah. too. Yeah. So, right. yeah. And if you didn't get it. Mark's watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. right. Well, thanks, panel. Let's move on to question two. How did the scriptures come alive to you in a new way? Rich and I were discussing this question last night after he found out he was going to be helping with this. And I, I don't know that coming alive is really the right way to word it. I feel like every time I read through the Bible, there, I'll read something that I've read before, but I'll be like, it says that? Really? And like there's always something that I understand in a new way. Um, and I don't have any specific examples of that in this, but, you know, at least once a week there'd be something like that where I'd stop and go, oh, well, I need to think about that a little more because I never, never caught that point or never understood it in that way. And I think that's where the Bible recap came in, too, that sometimes she would point out things about what that particular scripture meant that maybe I hadn't understood in that same way before. And maybe what life is dealing your way at this particular time, a scripture that you've seen one way in the past maybe applies in new ways. Well, let's, uh, let's open up question three, but then feel free to come back and, and uh, pick up on question two. We can always fill in blanks as we move here. How did you overcome obstacles to prioritizing spending time in God's word? And then um, how can how can we encourage each other and, and how can they be encouraged through what you experienced? 
How'd you get over the, the obstacles, the hurdles? Well, now that I know that Mark's watching, that, that'll inspire me to make sure I get mine done early. I, I do think, though, that Rich and I both doing it was helpful because we would talk about where we were at with it, and sometimes there'd be conversations over breakfast or something about something we had just read that day. I guess I always try to set a, a certain time, like I usually do it in the morning, eat my breakfast, do my other devotionals, and then before I leave for work, I have a few minutes, then I try to sneak it in then. So it's just being consistent with the time. I mean, it doesn't always happen, but I try to at least set that time away uh, and get it done. For me, it's, it's easier to know, let's get it done in this particular time. And on those days when you don't, you just try to do two the next day. Or you don't beat yourself up. Oh, man, I missed yesterday. I didn't look that day to see who else was looking or reading. Confession here. I did audio. I, is that cheating? Is that, uh, is that a tool that is acceptable to get over that hurdle of <laughs> making it convenient? No. No what? I think you can do both. And that was maybe one challenge that I worked through was I was doing, well, her one year and then joined the church one. And so I'm listening to it twice. Well, so I'd read one in one version and put it on audio. I have a hard time sleeping. I won't go into the great details. But um, I put it on audio in another version. And I actually did three different versions. Uh, so you sort of hear things. It's like, well, I used ESV, NIV, and the message very, very different uh, translations as far as um, paraphrase on the message side to uh, ESV as closest word to word. And so you get this gamut, and that brings out different things. For me, it's like audio and also reading in, in another version, uh, maybe reading and listening to Tara. I don't know. So no, you're not cheating at all, Rich. Wow. Try both. You can have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> Uh, for me, some days is uh, a little hard because I have two little ones that run everywhere, climb everywhere. So a quiet time is not possible at my house. But uh, I think when you focus in God, in Jesus, and you give your time, you can uh, see the reflection of that in your family. And in some point, I say, huh, oh, okay, if I'm doing that, I can put, like, I don't know, Bible adventure or something like that for my kid. And they, they have the, uh, the time with God, too. So it's like, yeah, I, I can do it, but I can share that with my family, too. So, yeah, it was a little hard, but... And I think... Um, how can you share with others? For me, it's like you need to know what the Bible says to share with others. You can give what you don't have. So you need to know what God says and share with others. Similar to what Mark said earlier, I, I tried to give myself some grace. If there was a day that I didn't do it or I might have gotten a day or two or three behind, 
I didn't beat myself up over it. But on the other hand, I didn't want to get so far behind that, it, that I was just going to give up and stop. So I would stop and do a day and a half one day until I, every day until I got caught up or whatever I needed to do. I've had to do some of that this week for some reason, even on days that I had time. Because I've been really careful not to use terminology, oh, I didn't have time today. Because I sat and played a game on my phone later in the day, you know. <laughs> Those kinds of things that, where I've, I need to make it a priority. And I appreciate what you just said, Gabby. That for me to be able to 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 be a good witness to the people around me, I have to know my scripture, and that's this is the way to do that. Okay, well, let's move on to question four. What were some positives from the overall experience? And there might be some overlap here, but uh, that's okay. And while you're thinking, I. I didn't know where to inject this, but it, it hit me in a pretty profound way last night that, okay, our whole, our whole motive here is to, is to pick up what God has given us as a tool, the word, the word that has so much in it. And I thought back to the time when they had to go through a high priest, and the fact that God has seen us worthy of having direct connection that we don't have a go-between anymore of course Christ is our is our go-between to God the Father but we don't have to go through a high priest anymore we can study the word and it just really impacted me in a deep way and I even I spoke with Luke just a, a couple minutes this morning about you know what are your expectations in this panel and and, and he brought up also that, yeah, it's, it's a privilege, it's an honor, it's, and there's a deep reverence, in a way, to the thought that God has entrusted us with, with this ability, um, with this responsibility of studying and, and again, um, you know, bringing him glory and honor and, and all of what that encompasses, so... So overall positives, what do you think, panel? Well, the overall positive for me was it, it expanded my understanding of Scripture because if you just, I mean, I read devotionals, but those are just like maybe one verse, two verse, and then somebody talks about it a little bit. But when you read a whole chapter or two or three, you see the whole picture. You know, who were they talking to? Why were they saying what they were saying? And, and it, for me, that was a positive to read more than just a snippet here and there was was better to understand everything. I could jump off of that, Mark, and that literally the question, that last one in white, overall, uh, in being able to, to connect the dots that cross-references to the Old Testament to see the overall arc of God's rescue to us. Yes, Jesus is the culmination, as we see in uh, Revelation 22. I think it even it's printed in the bulletin at one point. It's like, well, there's so many interconnected. This is one story about God's rescue for you and I and everybody, all the billions of people around the planet over the course of thousands of years. The, the interconnectedness of God's word is just like, oh, sit back and marvel and learn something new. It's like, wow, I had no idea that had anything to do. It's a quote from Ezekiel. 
And you don't necessarily pick that up unless you read the little tiny letters and uh, cross-references in your Bible. It's like, uh, you typically gloss over that if you're like me. It's like, ah, i got to get on with my day. So overall, we can see the whole arc of God's mission. Really cool. Um, I think for me, uh, through all the, the New Testament, you can see God's power, like, really clear. But something that really touched me is that every time that Jesus called, and every, uh, even later when, when it's the Holy Spirit there, when God calls someone, he even gives the tools for the call. So what's really, um, I, I have one, one verse really clear for that, but yeah, through the, the whole New Testament, when he calls you, there. And you don't know how you can do it, but he gave the tools too. So for me, that was like, precisely. Amen. And there's an element of the more you study, the more you want to study. <laughs> well, let's go to five. What plans and goals do you have for continued time spent in God's word into the new year, panel? Do it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, I have another one in the Spanish, but um, my goal for this year is read again and again. If I can do it every year with a different highlight and markers, yeah, perfect for me. Because it's like Amy say, every time that you read something, you can learn something new, even if the same text. So yeah, for me, it's do it again. Rich and I did read the entire Bible this year. We had started out with, I think it's the one-year Bible, and, um, and it was a chronological plan as well, um, using the, the Bible app. Um, and then when we found out the church was going to do this plan together for the New Testament, once that time came, we just pivoted and finished it out with, with this plan instead. So my plan is to um, start over fresh tomorrow with the the same this recap plan because um, I definitely saw some advantages it takes a little more time than what I was doing before but there was no like resource there was no commentary element to it and I'm looking forward to seeing what um, Tara has to say about some of the Old Testament things yeah I had planned even before this question came up a couple weeks ago I thought oh, I'm going to go ahead and start with Genesis and and read through. I'm not sure when I get to the New Testament if I'll keep it up. We'll see where I'm at when that time comes along. But, uh, but yeah, it's interesting to see what she has to say, what Tara has to say, and what, what the Bible recap will say about the Old Testament. Sometimes that can get really dragging on when you read some of the Old Testament. But um, like Matt said, it's the whole story, so you need to know from start to finish. I mean, we know how it finishes. But <laughs> Well, one of the positives for sure for me from this whole year of what I've been doing is that I've, I'm in the habit now. I'm in the habit of reading and listening every morning. And um, 
I don't know, how many days do you have to do something in a row to make it become a habit? Well, I'm there now. <laughs> and I've really struggled a lot with that in the past, and it's taken a lot of work to get to that point with this. And so I'm excited about moving forward with this other, with this plan now for the full year. Well, true confession, I did not do the Bible recap. I did not listen to her commentary. So slap my wrist. <laughs> And that's, so maybe this year I'll try to plug into that a little more. I did really appreciate her insights, and I just didn't take the time. So, but, uh, and I guess that's just a, um, a confession that, you know, we don't, we don't all have to cookie cutter do this all the same way. Jump on and do a little, um, or do a lot, or find what works well for you. A um, couple comments, and then I'll, I'll ask you guys for any final comments, anything else you wanted to say. Um, I didn't look the bulletin insert over completely, but I believe on maybe the back side of it, there's the uh, SMART goals um, from Luke, and that's a very helpful tool, an acronym that, that uh, I, I think is a good thing to keep in mind. Um, so yeah, be, be thinking about the year ahead and be thinking about what might work for you. You've heard some comments from some of you and this is just a cross section and, and uh, so we'll see, we'll see uh, how this new year goes. Any final comments, panel? Amy brought up that now you've got a good habit. Don't pick up a bad habit by dropping a good habit. Uh, maybe the only trick I'm finding is that literally this morning it's like, well, I checked all three of mine chronological or Bible one year plans were done. You know, on the app it pops up, select a new plan. And I started scrolling through, it's like, I've done Nicky Gumbel and these other ones. There's too many. I don't know. I guess pick two or three, keep up with the good habit. I, can you have too many? You know, if 10 minutes a day is good, then 20 minutes, if doing two, is that twice as good? I don't know. But uh, we pray the Lord, we pray the Lord would continue to open up his wisdom, his word come alive in your lives. Well, thank you, panel. Quick, um, quick comment. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was thinking as I was reading through Revelation these last several days, it's like, this is really hard to grasp. There's a lot of information here. But you still do it. You still read it. And I think that's how I'm looking forward to the Old Testament a little bit is there's some really hard things maybe to comprehend in the Old Testament. It gets kind of dry in some spots. But keep doing it and uh, you'll hopefully get some new insights. Well, I think we're a little ahead of time and this was not built into the process, but I think we're going to open it up for... Uh, some of your sharing because I know you have experiences that would be helpful for all of us to hear as well. So um, anything from one to five on questions or anything that wasn't even part of the process? I just want to comment that Mark's method of looking to see who's read is not always accurate. Those of us who started in January of last year we are on a different grouping. <laughs> so, um, 
Yeah, there are two. So I would have to go back in to both and check them all off. And I didn't always do that. So if you're looking to see, you know, maybe we're not all checking all the boxes, Mark. So <laughs> also what Mark said about the book, it is really interesting. Sometimes Tara Lee talks so fast to follow that you, you do have to go back, listen to it again, find that spot. But the book really does give give all the main points that she goes over without maybe the, the I don't want to say jokes, but her, some of her light-hearted light comments and stuff, that all, that all that content is there. And it's really been helpful for both of us to go through it with that book that we just got in October. So... Anyone and just else? as a reminder, there's no judgment. If you missed a day, it's okay. You're, you, you still can be saved. <laughs> Anyone else? Celeste. I just want to say about the timing of when you read the word or whatever you're doing in the word. Um, some people are morning people, some people are evening people. Sometimes you might have a regularly scheduled event in the morning. And, you know, so I think it depends on our individual schedules of when's the easiest and most effective time to read uh, the word and however we have it. And sometimes we might feel like praise and worship. And other times we might feel like getting into the word and studying it, but you know, sometimes we are in particular moods and to kind of work with our mood about what is most effective for that day. And sometimes we have some experience we're going to go through and the Lord brings about a particular verse or something for that day to speak to whatever we're going to be going through for that day. So, you know, I'm just saying, I think we need to be, give ourselves grace and be flexible with how we spend that time with the Lord. Thank you. For me, the, one of the highlights was knowing that we were doing it together. And if everyone didn't do it, that's fine. But in conversation, you had that commonality. It come up in Bible study. People would say, oh, when I read today, or oh, that reminded me of something else. And so there was that, that doing it together as a family. And I liked that, that was kind of neat. And one of the obstacles to help me overcome the obstacles was I used all of the resources except for the book. I watched videos, I listened while I was working in the kitchen, I listened while I was driving in my car. I would sit and read the Bible. So I took advantage of all the resources that I could. And on the video, she does talk a little slower. Um, and she used her hands more. You can see that. But yeah, I think having a lot of, of different options was very useful. So I wasn't tied just to sitting at the table with my Bible open. You know, I had other choices. And that made it feasible for me to, to do it each day. And yeah, you couldn't get behind because that's a lot of reading. So 
but I enjoyed that. Thank you. So I'll be honest. Um, I started it, but stopped because I was already doing a daily one with Kaylee um, that we started last January. And um, so if you don't want to have two apps that you're using, the one Kaylee and I did is the Bible Project. Um, not every day is there a commentary along with it, um, but I feel like they did a really good job as well, um, going chronolo chronologically. Okay, anyone else? I would say when, when uh, I was stalking people, I was, I was excited to see Jaden had a little check beside his name. So I decided, like Amy at the beginning, we were communicating online with the, some other ladies and decided to do the Old Testament together, and I failed. I did it for about two months, and I, I just was not getting anything out of it. And so when this came up, I thought, I was still doing my, Bibles, or my uh, devotionals and stuff, but I thought, okay, I'm not a techie person. So Luke or Kenny, he showed me how to get the Bible recap. So I did start it. I made a goal of reading it in the evening, the next days, and then the next morning, listening to what she said. And it just helped me so much to be able to understand things better, to be able to stick with it. Um, yeah, there were days I had to play a little bit of catch up, but, um, and, and even go back and listen to her, what she said the day before. But I just got so much more out of it. And now I'm excited to start with the Old Testament this year because I can still go, you know, I can listen to her. She helps me understand what I'm, everything I'm reading. I have a de attention deficit still at age 61. I have attention deficit. I have to sometimes go back and reread things. So, um, yeah, this has been really good, good challenge. Thank you. Anyone else? Don't want to cut anyone off. If not, uh, thank you panel. Thank you, congregation, for sharing what you have. Um, and out of today's reading, I'd like to read The Hope That We Have, The New Jerusalem, Revelation 21, 1 through 5. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, now the dwelling of God is with men and he will live with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And that's what this is all about. Let's pray. Thank you, God, for this, uh, this tool that you've given us, which is just so invaluable, the Bible. And I've heard the acronym, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. 
God, help us to, with a heart bent toward you, take this tool, and in whatever form we do it, whether it's daily greeting or maybe I spend all day Saturday doing nothing but studying and then set it aside for a while, whatever works, whatever is necessary, whatever you hear God leading you to do, we just pray that this tool will become very near and dear to all of us here. We just sang, uh, I love your word, your eternal word. It draws hearts to you, and that is our prayer. And we'll close this prayer with Psalm 119.105. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. We love you, Lord, and we thank you in Christ's name. Amen.